Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. As always, I'm your girl, Candy Washington, and I am so grateful to share this time with you. So if you're listening to the podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you're watching us on YouTube, again, please subscribe, comment below, like this video, and share with a friend because your journey to self-love and self-worth is always easier and better with a friend and some support. So let's dive into today's episode, which is the top five ways to deal with haters. Yes, if you are doing anything, and sometimes even if you're not doing anything, you have encountered a hater or you have them as well. So the way I define a hater is just someone who, and this could be online or in real life, it's just someone who always has something negative, nasty, critical, judgmental, dismissive, and diminutive, and judgmental to say. And they're not actually adding any value. They're just being a hater. They're just hating on whatever you're doing. And I've had haters in my life. I'm sure I still have them out there. And usually it's not even anything that I've done in particular. And I think that a lot of people find that you don't have to have done anything bad or anything at all in order to have haters. People usually hate on people that they are envious of or jealous of. And we'll dive into that um, and how to deal with them when we go through the five ways to deal with haters. But I just wanted to really define how I'm defining a hater. Just someone who is super negative, super judgmental, critical, and just coming at you, whether it's a troll online or somebody in real life. So the first way to deal with a hater is knowing the difference between a hater and someone giving you constructive feedback because those are two different things. So we have our haters. We have the people who are just negative, nasty, judgmental, critical, mean, all of that stuff. But then we also have some people that might give us constructive feedback. It might be something that we don't want to (laughs) hear all the time. Um, If we feel like we're putting something out there, we're doing something we don't always necessarily want someone to give us notes or feedback or to tell us how to do it differently or in a different, better way. But I think that is really when we have to check our ego. So you have to have the discernment. Is this person saying this to me? Is this person, um, you know, having this opinion or guidance or whatever because they are actual haters? They're just mean and nasty and they're just trying to find fault. Or are they saying, hey, you're doing this, you're doing a great job, but hey, maybe try X, Y, and Z. That could be a more effective way. That could be more productive. That could add to the quality. That could do this, that, and the third, right? So remember to check your ego. Is this person telling me this and it's actually constructive feedback? Should I actually listen to it? Because everything that isn't just praise doesn't mean that it's someone being a hater. So get your discernment up and check your own ego. Is this person being a hater? Or are they providing constructive feedback that I can actually take and use, apply it to what I'm doing, and elevate? So I would say that's the first way to deal with haters. 
put them in the correct category. Know who's for me and who's against me. That's the first way. What category do they go into? The second way to deal with haters is to really work on your own self-esteem and your own self-concept and your own self-worth. And this is tied into the first one, which is having that discernment of, is this a hater or is this someone giving me constructive feedback, right? Because it's not always just about the other person. You also have to think about, why am I letting this get to me? You know, why am I being triggered by this? You know, am I internalizing what they're saying? So you really want to make sure you're working on your own self-worth and your own self-esteem. Because when you know who you are and somebody calls you out of who you are and they're mean and nasty, you don't respond to it. You don't engage with it. You don't internalize it. By internalize it, I mean you don't start to believe that about yourself. So if you're online and somebody calls you ugly, somebody calls you fat, some, somebody calls you thin, somebody calls you X, Y, and Z, you know, people, uh, somebody doesn't like the way your voice sounds, the way your hair looks, the way your clothes fit, whatever it is, right? When you are confident in who you are, you don't let the nasty comments and opinions of other people infiltrate that. It's having a thick mental, emotional, and spiritual skin where you are so clear on who you are that when anybody comes to you with any BS, when anybody comes to you with anything other than that, you don't even hear it. You don't acknowledge it. It doesn't infiltrate the knowingness of who you are. That's why self-love is so important to work on. That's why having a good self-care routine and a self-care practice in place is so important. And we also have to remember that, yes, we're still humans. So you can have confidence and self-esteem and self-worth, but words are still hurtful at times. Words can still penetrate and get through. So even when you have a great self-concept, sometimes that gets through. And when it gets through, you then have a self-care plan in place to take care of yourself. You maybe it's some affirmations, right? Like I, like I refuse to internalize any negativity that does not serve the highest version of who I am. If someone is coming at you, right? Maybe it's calling up a friend and be like, "Hey, girl, can you believe this person said this? Ha 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 ha! Let's laugh about it." You know, you get it out, you get that support, you get that reassurance, right? You know, maybe you write down the comment of what somebody said or what somebody said to you, and you rip it up and you burn it and you release it out of you. Whatever you need to do. When you feel that you start to internalize the negativity of a hater, you do that because at the end of the day, you remember who you are and you stand in your knowingness. So you work on your self-esteem, you work on your confidence, you work on your self-concept, and then you have that level of awareness of, hey, this is actually really getting to me. And then you have certain things in place to make sure that you don't internalize it. It doesn't make you depressed. It doesn't make you sad. It doesn't bring you down. It doesn't make you stop, right? Because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get you to believe the nastiness they're saying about you. So don't give them that power in your life. The third is to consider the source. This again ties back into number one. Is it a hater or is it somebody giving me constructive feedback? Consider the source. Usually if someone is online, you don't even know who they are hiding behind an avatar or a photo or a pic or whatever, or if it's a really nasty coworker, a nasty friend, um, family member, a frenemy, 
you know, or a toxic, you know, romantic relationship, consider the source. Is this person a valid source? Usually somebody online being mean is because they hate themselves. They hate their own lives. They're not fulfilled within, with who they are. And so they get online and they spew poison and they spew toxicity because they want other people to feel as bad about themselves as they feel. Consider the source. Is this a loving source? A trustworthy source? Is this a source that I even know? Why do you even care? Why are you listening to what a stranger says? They don't even know you, right? Consider the source. Even in, and then in real life, consider the source. Is this a toxic family member? Are they happy? Are they in a good place? Do they have what you want to have in life? Probably not. Because people who are happy and people who are at peace and people who are fulfilled in themselves and in their lives, they don't have the capacity for negativity and toxicity and being a hater. They may give you constructive feedback. They may give you guidance. They may give you advice. But you know when someone is telling you something that is rooted in love. And you know when somebody is telling you something that is rooted in negativity. So consider the source. And if the source is poison, then why would you ever choose to ingest it or take it or consume it? So if the person is online, they're a hater, they're being a troll, you know that source is negative and toxic and poisonous. Why would you then consume that what that person is saying? Don't deal with it. Same thing goes in real life. If you know that this person is negative and toxic, why would you consume what they're saying? Create those boundaries. Cut that people, cut those people out of your lives. You can cut people out of your life who are hating on you. Maybe they do it in a passive aggressive way, a nice nasty comment, but they're trying to erode you. They're trying to hate on you. Cut those people out of your life. You don't need it. If the source is rotten, the fruit is rotten. Point blank period. The fourth is to take it as a compliment and don't engage redefine the meaning of people being a hater to you. It's like Cat, Will- Cat Williams said. He said, he's like, I had 20 haters today. I want 40 by tomorrow. Redefine what a hater means. Look at it as dogs don't bark at parked cars. It means that you're doing something. It means that you're making a splash. It means that you're being influential. It means that you're growing. It means that you're expanding. Usually it means you're on the right track. When you start to attract haters, usually it means you're on the right track. You're moving, you're growing, you're shaking. It's just the test. Don't let other people stop you from elevating and growing. So take it as a compliment. Oh my gosh, this person literally took time and energy out of their own life to write this comment. Oh my goodness. This person literally took their time and energy out of their own life to, you know, say this and that about me. I must be on their mind the whole time. Just take it as a compliment. Take it as a barometer check that you are moving and grooving and you are elevating and expect it. Anybody doing anything great in this world, they have haters. 
there's people who hate on Gandhi. <laughs> there are people who hate on Mother Teresa. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to have them. So expect it and redefine what it means. Take it as a compliment. And then again, don't engage. It goes back to the other to the other signs and the other ways. Don't engage. If you know that the source is poisonous, don't engage in the poison. Don't comment back. Don't have a Twitter fight. You know, don't have an in real life argument. You know, you don't got to fight with, with, with your toxic aunt or your toxic uncle or your toxic sibling at Thanksgiving. You don't have to engage because that is that sometimes is a form of somebody being a hater. Right. You don't have to engage. If you knew that there was a bucket full of poison, would you jump into that bucket and swim around? No. So don't engage in other people's toxicity and poison and negativity. Because that will just consume you and that will get into you. So don't engage. Expect that you're going to have haters. A lot of dogs bark at park. Dogs don't bark at park cars. Expect it. And then redefine what it means and then don't engage with them. Don't drink their poison. And then that brings us to the fifth and final one is be mindful of the content that you consume, Right? If you're working on your self-concept and your self-worth, but you know reading the comments is going to trigger you, don't read the comments. You know? And I'm talking about like online. Don't read the comments. You control the content that you consume. So if there is a hater, if there is an online troll, and they're sending you nasty, mean messages, delete, block. Don't read them. Because something can't affect you if it can't reach you. Have boundaries and borders around you. Protect your peace. Protect your joy. Protect your self-esteem. Protect your confidence. Create those borders and boundaries for yourself. The moment you see somebody being nasty online, block them. Don't read all the comments. Delete them. Get it out. Get it out of your, your sphere. Get it out of your energy sphere. You control the content that you consume. It goes back to what I said. Don't drink their poison. And then in real life, you control who is allowed to participate in your life. I'm talking about adults. Children, it's a little different. But I'm talking to the to adults here. You control it. If you have a toxic sibling, you might have to let that sibling go. If you have a toxic family member, you might have to let that family member go. Toxic friend, let them go. Toxic coworker, don't engage. You are the authority of who you have in your life. So if you have a frenemy who's a low-key hater, don't have them in your life. You don't need that friendship. Because a lot of people are friends with their number one haters. It's bizarre, but a lot of people are. And we all know that friend who always has something slick to say about you. That's a hater. Cut them out. You don't need it. Take inventory, take stock of who you have in your life in real life. If they are a hater, outward or low-key, get them out of your life. Online, you control the content that you consume. Block, delete, don't read the comments. Don't let it in. Your peace, your joy, your self-esteem, that is precious. So you need to protect it. 
Don't let it reach you. Be mindful of it. So there you have it. Those are my five ways to deal with haters. The first is have the discernment. Know the difference between is this a hater, negativity, or is this constructive feedback? The second, really work on your own self-worth and your self-confidence and your self-esteem. Fortify yourself. You can't control other people, but you can control yourself. Work on yourself so that it's harder and tougher for the negativity to internalize and to get to you. Take ownership, take accountability of how you feel about you so that no matter what anybody else says, you know who you are. The third, consider the source, right? If it's a negative, toxic person, why are you believing anything they're saying? Why are you even engaging in it? If the, tr- if the tree is rotten, the fruit's rotten, consider the source. The fourth, take it as a compliment and don't engage. Expect to have haters. Redefine what that means to you. It's just a sign of success. It's a sign that you're doing something. They have something to be jealous of. They have something to be envious of. Keep climbing, keep moving. It's a sign that you are elevating. Expect it and redefine it. Don't engage in it. And last, be mindful of the content that you consume and be mindful of who you have in your life. You are allowed to end relationships. You are allowed to block and delete. Your well-being is your first and best priority. So take care of yourself. Protect your peace. Protect your joy. Protect your mind. Protect your self-confidence and your self-esteem. Those are precious things, so protect them. Build that fortress around you. So if you identified with anything I talked about during today's um, episode, please find me over on Instagram at Candy Washington. Give me a follow, shoot me a DM, tag me with any of your aha moments, and I will be sure I could tag you and show you some love back. If you're watching on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you're watching this on YouTube, also subscribe, leave a comment below, and share and and join our self-care community. So as always, be well. I appreciate you taking this time with me. Take care of yourself and each other. Until next time, see ya. Bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer, Candy Washington, helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.